If you're like me, then you've been spending a lot of money online. Instead of using cash, you've been using digital options. Today, we are sponsored by Cash App. Cash App is offering everyone $5 free just for signing up in the link down below. Hi guys, welcome to Demetrius's TED Talk. Today, we are actually going to be talking about fulfilled and that can go a lot of different ways. So what do I mean by feeling fulfilled? I mean like when you go to bed and you're like, wow, I did a lot today. I, f I really feel proud of myself for pulling it through. It's actually the perfect day to be talking about that because I got up at 9.30 and I started my day really, really on a high note. And even, and I was really, really ahead of myself. Like I had a plan of what I wanted to do today and I'm fulfilling step by step. The whole entire day just came into lock and I feel like when I really pay attention to each individual thing then I accomplish a lot more and while I was doing certain things like when I was walking my dog today I actually went for an hour walk and I think it ended up being a couple of miles I can double check to see how much like the exact number was but as I check it right now it, I think it actually came out to two and a half miles and it, it was 50 minutes and usually my walk is is only a mile and a half so I, I went above and beyond today and I said you know what I I really don't I really don't have anything better to do so I said I might as well just take a nice walk relaxing I, not really relaxing but I was dying laughing I was watching I was listening to a podcast and I, I had like everything like I felt so fulfilled I, I felt so proud of myself for doing it so early and I feel like that's what everyone should do and if you ever feel like you did not accomplish enough write down every single thing you did in that day and you're gonna be surprised on how many things you actually did especially when you're working when you're working you might not feel like you are you are really doing a lot and maybe you just had a bad day but just write down every single thing you did throughout that day and you're gonna really be surprised on what you did so let me explain what i did today so, because i cannot hear any of you guys so today i actually did a lot of things so i went on a two and a half mile walk um with my dog i cleaned out my whole entire car i made a um don't trust what you see episode which is airing exactly on Monday, so it's already out. And tomorrow's episode, tomorrow's episode, because I, I release two, uh, two episodes per week, Monday and Friday, at DemetriusRujo.com slash videos, and then just click on Don't Trust Who You See. Boom. Or just go to DemetriusRujo.com slash videos slash Don't D T What W Y S. So D, I don't know. But... Uh, it's in the link down below. It's it's a bunch. It's literally the first letters of each word. So don't trust what you see. So D T W Y S. So that's what the what the link is. But it's hard for me to remember that, and it's hard for anyone to remember that. But I wanted to be. I wanted it to be like simple at the top, in the URL when I was deciding it. So you know what? That's a little. That's a little background story. But anyways, let's get back on track. So I did a two-hour video of um, just exposing everything going on again. If you are interested, the video is already released, DemetriusRujo.com slash videos. So um, I actually exposed some stuff. And then after that, I worked out. 
and I felt so like I, I really felt like I got a good workout in. I, I ended up burning like 300 calories, which is really, really good. And I actually uh, like bombed my not bombed it. But like I really, really like uh, went above and beyond my whole entire workout goal today. Well, my workout goal every single day is a thousand calories. I ended up losing drum roll, please. A thousand four hundred calories. So not that much over. I didn't double it, but I did one and a half times it. So that's that's really, really good. And then after that, I ended up um, trimming myself, which, okay. Well, I, yeah, it, it took about an hour because I, I like to not have hair anywhere. So that's my personal preference. But everyone has their own. Do as they will. But that's the stuff that I basically did today. And that's the sum, that's the sum up of today's video that's the sum of today's um day but i don't know i feel like i could have did a lot more but at the same exact time it is sunday so you're supposed to be taking it easy but during the week i feel like i feel like i should be doing a lot more like i really want to put out a youtube video i'm thinking about editing that today too to add to the days add to the day but I don't know, but I saw this conspiracy theory video the other day. Oh my god, let me talk about that. It's not about anything politics, so I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about Spongebob. I watched a conspiracy theory video on Spongebob. And look up, look this up, I swear to god. When you, fo when you fall down the rabbit hole of conspiracy theories for Spongebob, you, you can't get out. I ended up watching two 20-minute videos on this topic right before bed so but it wasn't anything scary the first conspiracy theory video I watched on it was the theory that it is like a tv show like it's like keeping up with the Kardashians and the filmers of the show underwater it's, I mean it's obviously not real filmers because it's a cartoon but the the filmers of the show started interacting with the characters of Spongebob to have it get more interesting and just like sandy cheeks the conspiracy theory actually goes that sandy cheeks is underwater so that she can keep an eye on the main cast which is spongebob patrick squidward mr krabs and like the rest of the crew so to them and this is how the conspiracy theory goes so to them they don't really know that um that the, they're being recorded because there's so many different figures in bikini bottom that they don't even know that um that they're different because they did they just blend in like everyone's different and they don't know what a cameraman is so in one of the episodes spongebob actually runs over a cameraman and this actually proves the whole entire theory right and not only that but then in another episode when when a pink bubble i think that's the most more recent episode a pink bubble comes and everyone like gets knocked out for some reason sandy cheeks did not get knocked out because she has an oxygen tank she ends up going on her watch and calls this guy in the submarine and this guy in the submarine was like oh the pink bubble yeah i'm already on it and he has a picture of sandy so this actually proves that sandy is actually working with the people the filmers so yeah it's just ridiculous and then um, the theory goes on to say that people can be bought out. So then, um, Mr. Krabs was actually bought out and gave, and gave cameras to all of the 
like the people like SpongeBob, um, Squidward and stuff like that. Because in one episode, when they go in the in the attic of the Krusty Krab, they see a bunch of cameras. So yeah, it's just you go down the rabbit hole. And then I watched the second conspiracy theory video I watched on SpongeBob is the fact that Squidward and Squilliam used to date. That's why Squilliam is always jealous of Squidward. But this actually this actually gets pro proven because why would anyone that's in a random band class together just be so like a nemesis? But then in another episode, um, what's it called? In another episode, Squidward actually has one of Squilliam's robes. So how do you explain that? Like, y you really can't. And then when Squilliam was making fun of Squidward in one episode, Squidward said, imagine him in his underwear. And then he imagined Squilliam in his underwear. And he's like, oh, he's so hot. And he had abs. So explain that. Like, I would never... I would never go up to somebody bullying me and say, it's okay, Dimitri, just imagine them in their underwear. And then I imagine them and then I say, oh, they're so hot. Like, I, I would never say that about somebody that's bullying me or like picking on me. Like, I, I just would punch them in the face and call it a day. So I would never, I would never even do that. So I know I, I just believed it. Like, it, it's really, really realistic. And I didn't even know that SpongeBob had a conspiracy theory because I just watched SpongeBob all the time when I was little. Like, I was obsessed with it. I could not stop watching it. And just watching conspiracy theory videos about it, and, and it just makes me look at SpongeBob differently now. It, it's weird. And even, like, now, like, the cast is still alive, so I'm really, really appreciated about that. But even now, like, how does Patrick have his own show? Like... It, it just makes no sense. And then even if you watch the movies now, like, it just, like, everything just starts coming together. So, I think everyone should watch the video because it's, you'll fall down the rabbit hole. And please don't do it before bed because I made the mistake of doing that and then I started freaking out. So, don't do that. So, uh, the next thing I wanted to talk about was the fact that, what, what was I going to talk about? Okay. So I want to talk about zodiac signs. So I haven't talked about zodiac signs in so, so long, but I did a little bit of research on zodiac signs, and I actually found out that the reason why you have zodiac signs is because when you are born, you're actually born, um, the radiations going on in the poles, the magnetic fields going on throughout the whole entire um, solar system, you are ha actually pull when you are born. So when you get pulled in a certain way you are in Aries if you get pulled a certain way then you are a cancer like it it's just really really interesting to think about oh my god I have something in my eye video viewers I'm sorry about this um what was I gonna say oh yeah so when you are born you're pulled in a certain way and that's why you have certain emotions that's why cancers are more emotional that's why Aries are more like outgoing and more um typically have more friends um, and that's why different zodiac signs have their traits. So, like, if I read out my um, zodiac sign, so I have this app. It's called CoStar. If you want to go add me, my name on there is. Let me just see. I don't even know my name on here. Dimitri. It is Demetrius Arujo. So, I mean, if you don't know how to spell my name, it's going to be underneath. So, my 
um, ascendant sign is Scorpio. My Pluto sign is Sagittarius. My Neptune sign is Aquarius. My Uranus sign is Pisces. My Sun and Mercury sign is Aries. My Venus sign is Taurus. My Mars sign is Gemini. My Saturn sign and Moon sign is Cancer. And my Jupiter sign is Virgo. So that's all of my signs but this is what it actually means so when you have a son in aries this actually means that the sun determines your ego identity and role in life it's the core to who it's the core of who you are and it's a sign you're most likely to already know your son is in aries meaning you are fundamentally assertive and present and courageous naturally competitive and fiercely independent you push things forward with energy and and persuasive through any and you persevere through anything you need to learn to understand other people's complex holes okay um it's your fifth house meaning you feel the need to distinguish your yourself from others through romance self-expression creativity and pleasure moon in cancer the moon rules your emotions mood and feelings this is the sign that you most likely think of yourself as, since it, since it reflects your personality, when you're alone or deeply comfortable. Your moon is in cancer, meaning your emotional self is sensitive, thoughtful, and empathetic. You have the tendency to feel like a matter and secretly fear about um, being abandoned by those you love. You often have trouble letting things go and feel like an emotional wreck it's both it's in both your ninth house meaning you find security and safety through philosophy faith education and politics whoa wait politics wait a second see this is just amazing me like this just amazes me how how correct horoscopes are like i don't even care if like, sometimes it doesn't get 100% of the time right. When I read my horoscope in my email, because I get it delivered every single day, when I read my horoscope, and I never used to actually care about horoscopes before I started researching it and, like, found out who I am, and I was like, wait a second, wait a damn second, I actually, I actually believe this now, because everything that they say, oh my god, my back hurts, okay, so everything that they say about me actually always comes true. So, Ascendant in Scorpio. Your ascendant is the mask you present to people. It can be seen in your personal style and how you come off to people you first meet. Some say it becomes less relevant as you get older. It changes every two hours. So it doesn't make sense. Text your mom to confirm your birthday. Wait, what? Text your mom to confirm your birthday. Your ascendant is in Scorpio, meaning you come across as per, um, passionate, incentive, cunning, strategic, and persuasive perceptive uh, i don't even know your intense and terrestrial drive comes off as intimidating and powerful if not oh if not aggressive damn okay i don't think i come off as aggressive i think i come off as a friendly person but you know what eh, i don't know mercury and aries so mercury determines how you communicate talk think and process information it also indicates how you learn it's the mind's planet. Your Mercury is in Aries, meaning you in intellect is quick, independent, in impatient, energetic, and direct. You think fast and start conversations with um, 
I can't even say that word. You're likely to yell. Ooh, I am likely to yell. I literally will yell. I don't care. But usually, like lately, I don't I don't yell because if I'm having a discussion with somebody and then it turns into a debate, I do not yell because if whoever yells automatically loses the conversation because you can't you can't have a you can't have a little self control when you're debating somebody. I don't want to debate you. Okay, so it's your sixth health house, meaning that you're curious about and inclined to analyze your productivity, how to help people, and your emotional well-being. Wow. Help people. Wow. I'm actually doing that in this podcast right now. Um, Venus in Taurus. Venus determines how and what you love. It indicates how you express affection and the qualities you're attracted to. Your Venus is in Taurus, meaning your romantic side is oriented towards comfort and stability. You move slowly and deliberately at the beginning of relationships that timidly sometimes come off as intimidating. You just want somebody something sweet and simple. It's your seventh house, meaning that you, for you, love is often expressed in close relationships and long-term partnerships. Um, so... Every single one of these, they're going to break down. And every single one of those, you can actually click a button and it says learn more. So it's not just that one. I'm not sponsored by this app at all. I wish I was. Um, But I just love this app. I told so many people to join it. Listen, if you join this app, please add me. Like I want to know and I want to get used to the people that actually watch my videos. Um, So we can just join. Um, So we can just create a bond. Like why not? Okay, so Mars in Gemini. Mars is the planet of aggression. It determines how you assert yourself, take action, and the energy that surrounds you, particularly in your sex life. You're ambitious, and when you're angry, your Mars is in Gemini, meaning you assert yourself in a way that is quick and handy, and hardly. And you push things forward with a lot of energy, though sometimes without focus. It's your seventh house, meaning you put a lot of energy into close relationships and long-term partnerships. My God, my eyes really are watering. My mom always turns up the heat in my house, and it's just so disgusting. Okay, so let's go on. We we only have a couple more, guys. We only have a couple more. Okay, so my Jupiter is in Virgo. This means that one of the two social planets, Jupiter rules idolism optimization optimism i mean and expression it also very it's also philosophical um philosophical philosophical yeah philosophical your jupiter is in virgo meaning you grow and find understanding through careful thought goal setting and hard work see this is exactly what it is it's your ninth house meaning you find success through goals and responsibility exactly saturn is cancer the other social planet, Saturn rules, responsibility, relationships, limits, boundaries, fears, and self-discipline. Your Saturn is, is in Cancer, meaning you struggle with your emotions, a taste for drama, and an overabundance for empathy. It's in your eighth house, meaning you have had difficulties with darkness, taboos, rebirth, sex, and transformation. Okay, um... I think the last one is the most correct transformation because the the transformation I went from uh, eighth grade to where I am now is disgusting. Not disgusting. No, it's really, really 
No, I didn't mean disgusting in a bad way. I just meant disgusting and like it's 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 like it's a lot. Like the transformation I went. So I don't know. And even in seventh grade, the transformation I went from seventh grade to now is what the hell? Like it's like the diff the difference is um night and day. It it literally is. And um in seventh grade, I used to hate everyone that I support now. So to sum it all up. Uh, next, I kind of find this really, um, really interesting. So let's just continue. Uranus is in Pisces. Uranus. Uranus is in Pisces. Uh, Uranus stays in each sign for seven years, meaning it rules a generation more than a person. It rules innovation, rebellion, and progress. Your Uranus sign is in Pisces, meaning other generations are struck by your generation's sense of empathy, dreaminess, and gentle nature. It's in your fourth house, meaning that you, meaning for you, this manifests in rebelling against dated expectations about the home and family. Neptune in Aquarius. Neptune says in each sign, um, stays in each sign for an about 14 years, meaning it rules a generation more than a person. It rules dreams, imagination, and unconsequences. Your Neptune is an Aquarius, meaning your entire generation finds inspiration through dedicated analysis and intellectual pursuits. It's in your third house, meaning that for you, this manifests in your ideal. Verging on unrealistic and un impractical about the things you know are familiar with. Pluto is in Sagittarius, and this is the last one. Pluto stays in each sign for about up to 30 years, meaning it rules a generation more than a person, like the last two. It rules power, integrity, obsession, and control. Your Pluto is in Sagittarius, meaning your generation's fetch is completely positive and free-spirited, curious, optimistic, forward-looking, independent, and confident. It's in your second house, meaning you are personally... Uh, you, meaning you, personally are transforming outdated relationships to money, material possessions, and security. So, um, each of these things I find really, really interesting. And... I just like looking at all of the updates. So if I look at my updates, I can see actually today. So today I should listen to a song that reminds me of who I am, which I already did. I have power in my routine, thinking and creativity and social life. So I already did my routine. I already thought because I did two videos today. Um, I had a lot of creativity and my social life is right now talking to the people that watch this podcast. Pressure in sex and love. So that's nice. Um, trouble with spirituality and self. So I don't think I have problems with myself anymore. And I don't think I have problems with my spirituality because I found both of those things. So that is a little bit wrong. So today is easy today. It's easy to handle challenging situations. You wait, you awaken every stimuli. You think of your feelings like a familiar friend instead of a natural disaster. Perform a mental spring cleaning. It also can be hard to sell silence self-criticism when you're stressed out. You're not a bad person for leading with sensitivity. Now that we dug into the spiritual side and the zodiac side of my life and everything that I stand for, 
that app broke it down, but it's really, really good. I really recommend it. It's called CoStar. A lot, a lot of people use it. Um, my username is Dem Demetrius Arujo if you want to add me. So I already said repeatedly that I want to go back on YouTube and I want to start creating videos for YouTube again. So the fact is that I really don't have the time for this. So the fact is I love, love, love making YouTube videos for YouTube. Like the community is really, really nice. The Algo the algorithm once you fi figure it out. I love making thumbnails. I make thumbnails all the time for my videos um, I love every single aspect. I love the editing part editing is my favorite thing to do Recording is one thing but editing oh, that's another thing So and I love filmmaking so making actually like recording the videos so I love every single aspect of making a YouTube video, but I just don't like the fact that YouTube bans people like, I wish that YouTube would just allow anything to be on their platform to a to an extent. I mean, like, obviously not porn. But if they really don't like something, how about they, like, come out with facts under the video and that's it. Or not, not facts, but, like, their interpretation of what they believe is a fact and what's not. So the more widely accepted opinion, uh, that's it. So, because actually, if you think about it, facts are literally just told by a person enough, um, and then they are presumed to be a fact. Like if um, Fauci came out and said something, that would be that would be counted as a fact because he has a, he's a doctor, not a really good doctor in my opinion, but he is a doctor. Just like if a teacher corrects you, it is known as a fact that they corrected you and give gave you the right answer but they could be wrong so that's the thing that's my takeaway from that but I really do enjoy making YouTube videos for YouTube I just have not had the time to do this like at all but the videos that I'm making now are more like podcast style so like I don't really have to edit them I just like go through make sure I didn't say anything stupid really quick and then Put like an intro, put an outro, and that's it. I call it a day. I upload it right on Rumble and my website. So YouTube, on the other hand, you actually have to edit. Like I love editing. So that would take me like a couple hours to edit, but I really don't have the time anymore. So if I do come back to YouTube, it'll be like maybe once, maybe twice a month. And then I'll, in the summer, I'll just stockpile a bunch of videos and I'll have that schedule. So once, maybe twice a month. So yeah, that's my takeaway on it. And that's my feeling fulfilled. That's the reasons why I feel fulfilled in every single day. If I feel like I did more than five things, I feel fulfilled. So like I said in the beginning of this video, everyone should take out a notebook and write all of the things that they did throughout the day. And then you're gonna feel accomplished because you're gonna look at it and say, wow, I actually did do a lot of things today. So on that note, thank you all for watching, and I hope that you all feel accomplished. Thank you all for watching, and I will see you guys next week. Bye.